Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Otaku Junior. Oh gosh, sorry y'all. It's been it's been a day. It's been a day. The Otaku Journey podcast. That's what y'all are listening to. Just in case you didn't know, with me and Camera, where we talk about anime and music, where we watch a show each week or a season of a show and talk about it, and then talk about a musical group and uh, see how we feel about it or a person as well, uh, and. This week is the 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 wrap up of the 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 franchise trilogy uh that is Fully Cooly. We previously rewatched the original Fully Cooly a couple episodes back, then we watched uh the first of like the newer uh Fully Cooly and then this is the last one. This is the last one at least at the moment that is out. Uh and what did you think of the final uh, or season episode thing of Fully Cooly? Uh, in terms of comparison from uh, progressive to uh, what we're do- dealing with this week, alternative, uh, in that respect, the same way I kind of felt when I originally watched these on Toonami, uh, alternative, certainly an improvement over progressive i will say that for sure um the big thing for me that makes this uh an improvement because there are some other things that you know uh, aren't i guess as a as great or as amazing that have kind of carried over from uh progressive like uh, art direction I, it's kind of art it's all right it, it works it, it, you know pretty passable uh character designs are kind of decent um animation wise again nothing like super great except for some really nice looking fight scenes when the fight scenes do happen uh Mm -hmm. there the fight scenes in the show are shorter there's definitely less of a focus on action to the point where like episode three didn't even have action in it at all but uh in the few times that action does happen uh it does look pretty nice so that is definitely another positive for it um and of course again another problem uh i'm a bit less angry about it now i suppose but uh again less use of pillow stuff compared to the original i mean i again this was another you know i still felt like oh yeah there could have been some really cool Pillows music in that scene. Like, ooh, ooh, I, I think I know what track they could use in that scene. Oh, that that would have been kind of cool. Uh, so still missed opportunities in that front. But I think the biggest thing that this show has that uh, Progressive um, kind of lacked in, characterization. I do like the four leads much better than I do the characters in uh, Progressive. Like that, that is just... There is no contest there. Um, I actually really like the whole, like, dynamic between the different main characters. Like, Kana, Hijiri, Pets, Mosan. You know, they all have, like, likable moments. They all get, like... They're all, like, funny and at some point entertaining. And I I like the different uh, expressions, the facial expressions that they have. At different points, there are some funny facial expressions in this uh, kind of throughout the season too. Uh, at some 
funny like key points um so yeah i i, I think that already like we're, we're only a few minutes in but i feel like my thoughts are wrapped up there it, it's a nice comfy sequel to fully coolly um that does something quite di you know quite different it, it this is more if fully coolly alter if fully coolly progressive is more focused on the i guess the weirdness you could say a fully coolly you know more plot stuff more action this is more of the melancholy melancholic atmosphere of the original there's more emphasis on maturity and growing up in this one as opposed to the other sequel so they kind of you know play off of each other in that way i do think you know i will take the more melancholic kind of slice of life approach here over what they did in aggressive so i i think that that worked out here your thoughts uh yeah well i have a few thoughts uh you know okay so i made the comparison right of how progressive was uh it didn't really feel like fully coolly it was like it was like watching a sequel or like a straight to dvd sequel on a popular movie that like carries the name as a brand but otherwise like it and it has, like, certain aspects, but it pretty much doesn't feel like a sequel, really. It's just kind of its, like, own... It could be any anime, and there was, like, no heart in it. This one is, like, if you were to take the original... Like, when you take an original movie that's, like, really popular, and you decide to modern reboot it in current time, and they want to try to modern reboot it and maybe bring the franchise back... But it ends up being, like, around the 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. And financially, it did okay. Some people really liked it. But overall, the 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 studio that put it out, it was, like, kind of a failure. And are like, well, never mind. And that's how I feel like this fully coolly... Descriptive. Yeah. And it was very descriptive. That's how I feel about, uh, was it, Alternative or whatever, where... There was it was definitely an improvement overall, but it still failed to capture what the original had. And again, showing that maybe it should have just been like a one and done thing, and they should have never gone back to it. Uh, I will say that to me, I think episode four to me was like the first time out of all this new stuff. It was the first time I felt like it was kind of a fully coolly episode where i felt it a little bit in episode four like and the humor in terms of like it had the dark humor it had overly suggestive sexual content it went way too far and further than needed to go it was a little bit goofy i was like okay this is the first time i felt like i'm watching somewhat of an extension of fully coolly was that episode and i did and you're right, they still didn't use the pose music as much as they should have, but I did notice it more here than I did in the previous one. Uh, the fighting was good, but again, like, the animation was is better, but it was alright, and... I, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, it's, I mean, it's, it's so, I mean, it's... It's, again, it's, like, an okay watch. The characters were better, but I don't know. It just, it's it still felt like they kind of started 
understanding what Fully Coolie was, but they couldn't quite nail it right all the way. Yeah, uh, good points. Uh, good points. Yeah, again, so that's the god, that, that's still like another sticking point with me. Uh, with the, the pillows music stuff, I mean, it's still really sad to see that, um, the whole like animated music video thing yet again has been tossed off to the to the wayside but um i felt like i think it was the final episode had a you know a decent bit of pillows in it mm -hmm. um yeah and then the thinking whole of oh go ahead uh oh yeah uh, just to think of maybe like best like music drops uh or between the two, because Progressive has that really good, like, thank you, my Twilight music drop at the start of it with mm -hmm. the dark imagery and stuff like that. Um, there was a nice, like, pillows drop uh, at the very start of Alternative, where it was, like, Kana's looking through her, like, broken phone, and she's looking at, like, a streaming service or, like, an MP3 uh app thing and like going through different pillows mm -hmm. albums that was actually a really nice yeah, touch like cool. i was like oh oh like yeah they're showing like different pillows albums like oh yeah that's the thank you my twilight cover mm -hmm. that's the good dreams cover that's my foot it's like wow it, it's almost it, it's almost like a baited switch like oh so there is gonna be more pillows in this uh, no not not that much no <laughs> that that wouldn't that one was kind of oh that, that was that felt a bit sad to me, but that was still a really cool touch to see like the pillows kind of actually acknowledged in the world of fully coolie somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh little yeah, things, little things like that. Yeah, it's it's little things like that, and again, like some of the humor a bit too. Again, was like a little bit better, and like some of the fight scenes were fine. It's yeah, I mean, and it, it was interesting. I think the most interesting part was the, uh, what's the one side character? The one that's, like, the smaller one, right? And, like, she barely says much, and then all of a sudden, like, was a second-class oh, episode or whatever. It's just, yeah, like, she gives out this whole spiel. I've been like, I've had stuff to say, and you're gonna listen to what I have to say. Blah, 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 blah. I've kept quiet this whole time, and all this stuff, and it's like, well, damn, okay, then. Oof, yeah, yeah, that up is yeah, that one kind of hurt. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know. I mean, overall, at the end of the day, I guess, like, to sum up the whole series as a whole, like, just to talk about Haruko a little bit, it's, like, her character is so interesting, and what's interesting about her, because even in, in, like, alternative they again try to introduce some sort of lore so it's like okay now you know and it's like they, they give you like little nuggets of information here and there so it's like okay first one you they don't tell you a whole lot but you you know like something she's an alien she's not from here and stuff's going on second one you're like okay she's not the only one that does this there are others and then there's like you know this organization and then the third one, it's like, okay, there's this guy that also, I guess, works for the same organization. And you like to find out, like, oh, she's more like of a cop or something. And it was like, again, it's like, I'm not sure if I wanted to know all that. And I don't know if that helps this helps it or hurts it in the long run. I'm going to be real with you. 
I felt kind of tuned out of a lot of the, the plot stuff with like, oh yeah, there's space travel and travel mm -hmm. to Mars and stuff like that. The Melical Mechanica stuff. I was kind of tuned out to that. Uh, if every episode was just uh, these four girls growing up and then, like, there's also Haruko. They could just bring her in, just unexplained, and have her, like, kick a bunch of robots and monsters' asses, exactly. and then go away. I'd be just fine with that, actually. Yeah, uh, that's if what it was the first original that, thing did so I well. Honestly, was not, like, that much in tune with, like, the, the deep sci-fi goings-on mm -hmm. in the sequel. Yeah, and again, that just shows you where it's like, that's where, again, it's like, sometimes things don't need an explanation, and what made the original show work is because you didn't get as much of that. I mean, you're curious, but in terms of, like, the theme and the tone, and it was so wacky that you're like, it made sense that if you didn't know, like, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't noticeable. You watch Fully Cool, and you're like, yeah, I'd be curious about this, but, like, you weren't dying to ask those questions after a show was over. You felt satisfied without knowing anything and then so for them to kind of do what has happened to mia before and try to explain stuff that didn't need to be explained it's like i wish i you're better off just not telling me in the first place and it's it like haruko like the character is so weird because especially again with like alternative where they kind of bring it back a little bit in terms of because i felt like i don't know progressive i felt she was wonky, but she wasn't as... I feel like she was dialed down a lot. And, you know, she still had certain moments. But I feel like she was waiting. And then, whereas this one, an alternative, I started feeling like, okay, this feels more like Thurgo from the original in terms of, uh, again, just for no reason, right? Like, she's an alien. And I like, like uh, you know, just being like again super sexualized and like messing with the girls and messing like with that one boy and like teasing him like she gets herself entertained by like taking advantage of which is kind of creepy when you think about it. she's really creepy but i guess you're like oh well she's an alien so whatever it's fine but you know for her to like manipulate like young men and stuff like that and like that's how she like gets her kicks um and so, like, when you have all that stuff kind of going on, and you just, yeah, that's when it started feeling a little bit more like, okay, this feels a little bit more like original. And, like, the whole thing where she's, like, <laughs> like, what's the part where she, like, runs her her feet, like, up his, like, butt or whatever? And I'm like, okay, this is something that would have happened original. Is it kind of weird, uncomfortable to watch? Yeah, but that's what kind of that character was. It was that abs insane absurdity, uh, you know, and even, like, the main guy, like, you get to see more of her set, like, when they're in the bathtub, and she's kind of, like, fully naked, and you see her, and, like, the cop dude, she, like, pushes them under. It's just, like, weird stuff like that, and... Oh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a bit of, like, that weirdness. Yeah, uh, kind of, like, the stuff with, like, the that, dad like, sexuality the from the original. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is there. Uh, it is, it certainly makes it more interesting watch, but... Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, honestly, like, at least for me, I don't know how you feel about it, but at least for me, at the end of the day, after watching this whole series, and I'm glad I watched it all, just experience it. Like I said, everything we might not watch might not be the best of the best, but a lot of this stuff might be just because it's, like, me picking essential anime that the average anime person has seen, but I haven't seen, because I'm behind the average person in terms of 
otaku weeb culture. Uh, it's I I I would still say you're better off just watching original and maybe watch new ones like if you're super curious. But I don't know if I can recommend. Even though alternatives better, I still don't know if I can recommend either of them. Like if you really wanted to, I would recommend alternative over progressive but then still like at, at the end of the day especially when you're talking about the story and lore and adding all this like stuff i think again i think that might hurt it and then if you watch that and then you rewatch the original might hurt it a little bit more or when you put things in perspective it might not help so barrel just just watch the original fully coolly haven't seen it guys just watch that and i mean i don't know do you recommend other two at all maybe oh uh... Oh, progressive no. uh I, I i i'm not quite sure alternative i would uh, i think especially and this is kind of why i've been uh you know kind of my mindset towards this show this is a really good or girls slice of life show there are plenty of those in anime stuff like lucky star stuff like kion um if you take it i would say beyond fans of the uh I would recommend this not just for fans of the original Fully Coolie, but like if you're into those like bunch of girls in high school uh, just doing things types of shows, this is a really solid version of one of those shows. You know, again, it really funny, has some like nice ca characterization. Uh, it adds like the cool action scenes, uh, still adds something different to it, different to the uh, normal cute girls doing cute things as it's called kind of formula um if you're into those types of shows i would definitely recommend this i think that's where i get a lot of my enjoyment of this from i mean that's fair i mean that's fair i guess it's just like it's again it's like would have it been better though if it wasn't under the fully coolie banner and just its own thing you know that's so I mean I I I, can, I mean like I said if you have to watch one I would pick alternative, uh, a progressive I just wasn't really into that like at all I just is it adds moments like everything else does but I don't know if I can recommend that. But I'm glad that well we if it wasn't it. yeah yeah uh if it wasn't you know if it didn't have that fully coolly name I mean it it wouldn't have cool pillows music so it's like. That's, That's one strike, one more strike against it. Even if it's not used as well as, you know, as much, or as well as in the original, it's like still, uh, pillows is pillows. I will always take pillows in my anime. Uh, they are just, just great stuff. Just check out the pillows, guys, please, seriously. Great group. Just really good alternative rock, just. Please check them out. If anything, if they, it, that's the one thing to take from our like see, yeah, our trio of episodes about fully coolly. Mhm. Mm yeah, it was. It was a fun little journey to go on. Again, a classic. Uh. So now it's time for a new chapter. It's time to move on to a new anime. And again, Ooh. there's a lot that I haven't seen that we won't do on the show that I'll watch on my own because there's a lot of good ones that are sometimes four or five seasons long. And, I mean, we could do that, but, like, to keep, like, spending, you know, like a month on just one thing, I like to keep it 
whether it's like it's like a film or maybe max three seasons or it's unless it's like a show that's currently going and then we're catching up on it as it's coming out but if it's like a show that's been around and it has like four or five seasons already i'm probably not talking about that on this podcast like example like a hunter hunter or good something plan. like that um, good plan so that's what Keep i was thinking short and sweet. yeah it's more manageable so uh so having said that I wanted to choose one. This one has been out for a little while, and I think I'm going to say this name right. Lord help me. Um, I've heard of it. Haven't watched it. It's two seasons, I believe. There might be a movie where I'm sure you'll know the answer to that, of course. Uh, Gurren Lagann. Oh! Ooh, okay. Never seen it. Yeah, Tengentopa Gurren Lagann. Okay. I, I knew oh, you would know. Oh, God, I haven't... I, ah. That was... Uh, Gurren Lagann was my brother's, like, first anime that he watched in full um he loves it uh i watched it a few years later on on toonami when it had its run on there uh, i really liked it i don't know if i liked it as much as him but you know still uh really cool show uh, cool that we're continuing kind of the gynax theme here that uh, that's nice yeah i'm, I'm, I'm it's weird because it's like i'm trying to vary up a little i'm trying to find each show that's a little bit different so if it's something that's more like you know, like, let's say, for one point you watch a more fantasy one, I want the next one to be something more, like, serious, like a detective or a cop or drama, you know, so I'm, just, I'm trying to find some sort of variety, but I was like, you know what, it's two seasons, it came out, like, mid-2000s, this is, like, one of the older ones on the list, and I feel uh, like it'd be a good choice. And, uh, we could yeah, do one season. It doesn't season feel like a totally... At a time. Oh, yeah, yeah. It feels like a kind of natural, um... I guess next choice to do after like something like fully coolly like again we could also done like gunbuster and diebuster too you know as another i guess um natural next step or like kill a kill so yeah gurren lagan definitely a, a good choice uh, i'm i am excited to rewatch that one in full cool cool i'm glad see how my opinions kind of changed yeah yeah, uh, so, so I guess for next week we'll do season one, and the week after that, season two, uh, and I'm going... Yeah, so... It's on Netflix right now, both seasons. Uh, Is there a movie or anything, really, too? There were compilation movies. Okay. I believe that had, like, different scenes and stuff like that, which I have not seen. Um, and technically, I, I don't think the show was even, like, it wasn't really done as seasons, it was just a 27 episode thing it was it was played like week by week all at once so um yeah but i, I guess we can do it like 13 episodes at a time that yeah. should work yeah I, well that's how it is because you know sometimes like the way netflix does it is they'll split into seasons even if there wasn't seasons you know and they'll split it like down the middle or if it's hbo they do the opposite where they'll be like if it's an older show they'll be like oh it's one season and they'll list like 70 episodes under the one season category Unless it's a newer yeah. show. Unless it's a newer Some of that show. might be down to, uh, like, distributors, too. Um, I don't think Bondi Entertainment, who, like, dubbed and licensed it over here, I don't think they were, they split up into, like, seasons like that, but, yeah, okay. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, if you want yeah, to split we it can 13, try 13, 13, or... For 13, 14, I guess. Yeah, Like, we 27 can episodes. Yeah, so that's what I'm doing. So, if you want to watch it with us, it's all Netflix. It's right there. It's ready to go. So... Uh, mm -hmm. and then after and then after we go through that in the next two episodes and uh camera will pick the next one um yeah uh but i'm definitely excited uh good choice cool well thank you
thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so now we're gonna switch gears, guys, to music. And so camera, you know, has the one picked out. We'll go over that at the end as far as we're listening to next week. So I, I picked one. Um, I usually been can picking things more on the Korean side, but I I was going over to Japanese rock side. Uh, it is a like one of the few groups I do know. Listen to some of their stuff, but I haven't had taken a chance to really listen to a lot of their music. It's actually a group that a lot of people know and is pretty popular. It's one of the most popular groups, and uh, the thing that triggered it was if we're talking J-pop in uh, especially like outside of Japan. Yeah, they are. Yeah. massive considering those like parameters oh my god yeah Yeah, and you might have uh if you watched uh tina's tiny tina's wonderland trailer the newest borderlands game you can actually hear one of their tracks on there which is kind of what got this thing rolling uh yes and that is baby metal yeah baby metal okay uh this was in our group yeah of, of course i would i had known about them uh I had listened to them in, like, 2018, 2019. Uh, I hadn't really touched their stuff in a while, though. Like, I had kind of moved on to, like, uh, you know, other idol groups. I was listening, you know, stuff beyond that stuff in, like, indie rock and now K-pop and stuff like that. So, like, Baby Metal is one I had. I haven't really touched in a while, but I feel like going back to it, I am I'm messing with it more. Uh, I think a part of that is that... Uh, I am starting to, compared to where I was as a music listener in 2018 and 2019, um, I am listening to slightly more, like, louder and more aggressive music. I am starting to listen to, like, not exactly metal, but I'm starting to mix in more, like, punk music and pop punk into my kind of diet. So, like, I feel like baby metal... a little easier to digest now as opposed to then when in 2018 2019 when all i was listening to was like uh some hip-hop a lot of like indie rock and um of course j-pop i more traditional idol group stuff yeah and what's fun uh, here's the fun it's i fun. haven't done it much but fun yeah well the fun thing about baby metal is it's a it's an easy group to pick when you're trying to like uh just freak out like your parents or people over the age of like 45 who <laughs> and just play them this and like the, the concept of this existing metal and an idol and then have all this music together just to see their reactions because nothing like that especially in america was like a thing when they were going up that just so to imagine that this kind of sort of music exists and then for them to be very confused and be like oh yeah this band's like huge and big and then just go like huh okay <laughs> just oh, like yeah, that reaction is, is worth it <laughs> this is like all of a lot of the mainstream japanese bands that i can think of this is definitely one of the most like easy to do for like reaction videos like mm-hmm. remember when uh fine bros react stuff was big like five mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. uh, oh my god yeah i'm i re- i remember like seeing like baby metal reaction stuff like that i i this is just such an easy group to do that with uh there is definitely that that shock factor and that novelty factor that i think uh got them you know kind of crossed them over to mega stardom here in like america and kind of just throughout the world outside of japan whereas a lot of other idol groups and other j-pop groups you know might not have yeah and i think it helps you know 
international touring, having all this stuff on streaming, mm-hmm. all that stuff helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're they're like still relevant and things like that. And for somebody like me, like I there's I've I've listened to a few metal groups, but I've never been that much into metal. So it's been a while, and but like this is a good way too for me to kind of get back into like oh listen to them now it's like oh i haven't listened to this metal group in a while i want to kind of go back and listen to that and ease myself back into it you know so i think it's also a good group for that uh they're still going they've been around since technically 2010 but they're still going there was three of them for a while but one of them yui recently dot dipped out within the last year or two because of some sort of uh health issue she has some sort of major health issue, so where she can't do it anymore. So now it's just the main two, Suzuka and Moa, and uh, and then like they switch out they got, the third person, I guess. Yeah, they got like backup dancers and stuff like that. And I noticed, uh, especially on their last album, they're doing like more collaborations and stuff too. Um, definitely, as their kind of international profile grew, uh, they started doing collabs with like our members of Dragon Force and, sh- and stuff like that. Uh, they're touring with like Red Hot Chili Peppers and Metallica. Like it, it's it's a lot, you know. Yeah, and they're on like they're doing a ten year anniversary tour. Last, started last. Well, they were doing a ten year celebration starting last year, going into this year, which is kind of the worst time because the pandemic and all that happened. It was the worst time to do it, but they were doing a celebration well, like event. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, uh, I remember I was on the wiki for them, like, I was kind of looking at, like, you know, tour dates and stuff like that for them. Um, I think they were just doing Europe all throughout February 2020, so that must have been just an absolutely, like, bizarre experience to because I think they started, like, the start of February 2020, and they came back to Japan on, like, the the very start of March, so like that must have been like a, they were entering a whole different country at that point, you know, because that was when uh, a, a few days before then, um, the Japanese government had was talking about you know kind of shutting down performances, kind of shutting down venues, telling them, oh yeah, t- it'll take two weeks. Uh, so that had happened right as they were finishing up in Europe. So yeah, that must have been insane. But they're they're back at it. They were doing like Budokan shows and stuff like that earlier this year. I mean, Japan. I think uh, Japan definitely they got back more of their like live music. They were doing a lot more live music throughout the pandemic than I don't know the UK or the US would have been um, with restrictions, of course. But you know. Still kicking. Uh, a lot of groups still touring, doing shows. Festivals are happening. Mm. So, mm. touring still on for uh, was still going on for them. Yeah, they, and you know what? They'd be they, they would be a heck of a group to see live. Oh, oh God, for sure. Yeah. Did you watch like um, li- uh, any live videos? I for yeah. this episode i had really just stuck to the studio albums uh i had seen maybe some of their videos on like japanese mtv when i used to be able to find streams for japanese mtv they would play some of their stuff on there Mm -hmm. uh and they would have like also some live performances and stuff like that occasionally but uh generally vast majority of my experience is with their studio recordings um still kick ass you know really fun band 
Yeah, and it's it's weird because I was doing. I usually, you know, I do YouTube and I watch like the videos and stuff. So it was like half <laughs> music video and half of their music videos are actual just live performances. But what was really weird is because it would switch, you know, throughout the year. So one second, you know, they're they're looking more like they do now, a little bit older. And then next video, it's like they, you know, they were like de-aged like four or five years and look like little kids. And it's so weird to drastically see the difference now. Um, and it just shows like how young they were when they started, which is insane. And the thing about it, it's like, oh, they've been around long enough. It's like, you know, I wonder how long they'll keep going, because that's a thing for a while. But then when you think about it, it's like, they're just still, like, in their, like, late teens, like, getting into their 20s. And it's like, yeah, most groups, there's a lot of groups that start out that age, you know, like, K-pop groups, all that. Like, they have, like, that's, like, even not even, like, midway through. It's kind of insane. Yeah, K-pop, I feel like generally, um, correct me if I'm wrong, they start a little bit older i mm -hmm. feel like uh, at least of like bigger groups like they're they're more in their like late teens or getting to, like their early 20s and then there's more like actual like junior high like middle school high school it, even elementary school kids in like j-pop groups and idol groups right. uh <clears throat> yeah 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 uh yeah baby metal they would have been like they would have been in, like, junior high because they were part of, like, Sakura Gakuen and, like, their whole concept is, like, you know, they're, uh... Jap it's, like, Japanese middle school and there's, like, different uh, middle school clubs that they have and as soon as they finish middle school, like, they're out of the group, they graduate and other other girls come in. But, like, uh... Yeah, they Baby Metal did start young, for sure. Yeah, and it's, uh... it's And it's good, too, to see them grow and like mature because even even then like can we talk about like suzuka and how much she kicks ass with that boy like even when they were starting out like she's like this super young little thing and she is like belting yo she is like killing it she sounds like yeah. tw she sounds 20 years older when she's like 14 and then now that she's even older she's like a powerhouse like holy bananas that girl can go man and, like, she'd start rapping now, too. Like, some of the newer songs, she'd be rapping. She's like, blah, 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 blah. And she's just, she's just on the beat, dude. She is something Yeah, else. I like how, I like, it, that, you brought up a, a good point, you know. Um, there is, like, experimentation, too, even beyond just, oh, look, it's J-pop and heavy metal. What would happen if we combine them? I mean, there's, like, uh... It was one song that had like a reggae break in it that was fantastic mm -hmm. that i think that was one of my best moments that was on a, a song four i believe uh that, i i love that I, I don't know if you saw that in your research i don't know if it, i don't think it would have gotten a video but i was like this is amazing um it was almost like kind of drum and bass sounding stuff with the percussion on certain mm -hmm. songs too um you know different beat switches and change up and change ups you know the di throughout these different styles i like that they can keep like experimenting uh both with like different musical genres and with different collaborators and stuff like that and hopefully as we uh maybe see the next album whenever that is uh we can see more of that experimentation like that's definitely a another big part of the appeal beyond just look it's metal and j-pop together yeah and yeah like right now i'm looking at their ages so 
Yui and Moa, because they they have they were like a duo, right? So they would kind of make them kind of look alike a bit more, and they were like a good support. And then Suzuka was like kind of like the center thing, but Suzuka's twenty three, and the other two were twenty two. I mean, they they're just yeah, they got years ahead of them if they wanted. I mean, I don't know, like because Baby Bell's such a big thing, it's like. Are they going to be in the mood to dress up like that in, like, another decade? Or do they get tired of it? But I mean, because a lot of idol groups... Yeah, but, like, a lot of idol groups, you know... Baby Metal's been around. It it feels weird. It doesn't feel like 11 years. uh, But it's been 11 years because of their start in uh, Sakura Gakuen. So, like, a lot of idol groups, they would have been disbanded by now you know i know a lot of vile groups you know especially the ones that are doing like more rock type stuff uh stuff in the underground yeah they might have been disbanded by now but baby metals is still going yeah i think they could they have the chance to like keep it going longer and maybe try for 15 years like akb just got to go even longer like morning musume go into 20 years you know who knows it'll yeah. be exciting to see what they do next yeah uh it's weird because you know what's really funny this is why i'm looking up their band name and they list the genres so as the band they list the genres is death metal and rock but then if you click on uh uh moa her specifically it goes genres heavy metal j-pop power metal alternative metal and then kawaii metal Kawaii metal oh, genre. Yes, yes that, uh... I'm like, do I even want to go in this rabbit hole? And apparently this is a rabbit hole. Uh, I, I, it's a heavy metal J-pop that was pioneered in early 2010s. But I guess there's... It's mostly baby metal, but I'm sure there's other groups. That if I went down a rabbit hole, that's a thing now. Yeah. Baby metal isn't exactly, like, alone in what they've what they've been doing, you know. Like, over the years, there have been other, like, kind of metal groups or, like, hard, like, especially hard rock groups um, combining those harder genres with J-pop idol stuff, you know, stuff like Broken by the Scream. So it's, they're not exactly alone in it. It's just baby metal. Uh, They were one of the first Mm -hmm. ones to really get, like, mainstream Western attention, Mm -hmm. um, got the most popular, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's certainly... (sighs) Well, uh, and it's part uh, of, like underground idol stuff. Right. Yeah, and you're right. Yeah, they finished their tour. Yeah, and apparently as of right now, they said they have a thing, and it's like they're saying. So, Sunday, October tenth, twenty twenty one, together with all ten episodes of Metal Resistance coming to a close, a ten year legend will be sealed from the world. Until that seal is broken, Baby Mel will disappear from our sight. Time is running out. There's no turning God's ascent. So it's like, oh, I remember hearing taking that. a I break. I totally forgot about that already. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, like in this article, yeah. like yeah, it says they might disappear for a, who knows how long for a bit. Or thank what you the for heck? reminding me about that. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, that could be just uh, yeah, they could break up or just you know kind of. Yeah. But they are coming out well, too. Again. They're coming out too. Also with NFT cards. NFT trading cards. Oh, yeah, I rem- okay, I remember the NFT, <laughs> seeing the NFTs on Twitter, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I thought the NFT thing had died already. Right, so, so yeah, so it makes me wonder, it's like, okay, 10 years, they're gonna disappear for a while, does that mean that they're re- 
branding or they're gonna come back and they're gonna like change up their look quite a bit like they're gonna make it more adult or something yeah maybe more adult or they could go the opposite maybe it'll just become more j-pop now and scare off all the metal heads who, who are like, oh, hey, a pop group I can get into. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, that would be funny if they did Do a another switch, switch on top of the switch. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> what if that happened? They just brought it and all, yeah, and then they're all like, come on. This yeah, is what me all and pink do. all the time. Pink and white. They start doing they're like uh... now. They're metal maids. <laughs> oh, wait, that, that already they start doing like the uh, music, like well, uh, like gotch music, like slow, just like <laughs> like playing on the guitar, alternative music. All of a sudden, they're like, "What the heck?" Oh, <laughs> oh yes. They don't wear the they don't wear the outfits. In. They're like, "We're just called baby now. We're gay." <laughs> uh, oh yes, really. We're oh no no. They just uh they we're a yacht rock band now. Oh yeah, we're doing soft rock. Who knows? <laughs> oh my gosh, That'd be the so metal's gone. Fox, Fox God has uh, has changed or something. I don't know. Yeah, but that's interesting. That's interesting though. And like, Funniest twist. Yeah, maybe it is. I, oh, yeah, but... I think they probably just need a break. I feel like ten years, like they probably, you know, because you know, like groups, especially like K-pop, you know, they have like they they have returns and things like that. Whereas I feel like Baby Mel probably hasn't been on a break ever. Have they in the last ten years? I mean. Yeah, because they were, you know, they've had the Sakura Gaku and stuff at the start, then, you know, splitting off from them, getting in, like, going on different labels, uh, all the international touring they would have done, all the collaborations and stuff they would have done. I mean, again, like, even groups that just stuck to their little corner of Akihabara and, uh, you know, they would have been, been broken up by now. I mean... Even they would have gotten, like, tired after a certain point. It's like, God, I can't even imagine, like, a group that's been going on for a decade doing all this, all of these amazing things, what, what they must feel like. So, if they're going on break, or even, says is to say, if they disband, then, you know, it's like, you know what, they deserve it. Because they've done, like, so much in so, in that decade that they've been around. And I think they've definitely done, like, world of like j-pop certainly a great service and gun helped j-pop you know get a little bit more experimental and show be able to show that experimental side even more to people who probably wouldn't have cared about it otherwise if they didn't know about baby metal so i mean whatever they want to do let them do it i'm fine with that at least they left behind some really cool stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like, it, yeah, they 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 need a break <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, guys, if you never heard Baby Metal, is it's it's something unique and different. Uh, and it, like all their songs are pretty good. There might be somewhere like I don't like the tune as much, but like they're all jamming, man. They don't have yeah, any slow they... songs really. They do have some, like, ballads, like No Rain, No Rainbow, which I actually really like. Because uh, I'm surprised we haven't really gotten, like, favorite tracks or anything. But I do... The metal stuff is really cool, but I do like when they start to... When that, like, bright, poppy, uh, cutesy idol side... Because, of course, that's the stuff I'm listening to a lot of the time. 
Um, I'm not really from the, a metal guy coming into this J-pop group. I'm a J-pop group. I'm a J-pop guy coming into this J-pop and metal group. So uh, I definitely like those like really melodic, like sweet, cutesy parts mixed into all the all the hard rock and metal influence. So like yeah, no rain, no rainbow. That's more like on the ballad side. Uh, I would say stuff like uh, maybe Amore had like uh, I don't know if I went so much say like ballad, but yeah, there is more that more like melodic, cute, sweet idol stuff, and then it goes into super pounding percussion. Um, giving Choco, uh, so uh, I'm sure some diehard Baby Mall fans will say that's overrated. Uh, it it it's definitely still among my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. The the chorus is so killer. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, I, so I that chorus will stick with me, <laughs> probably forever. I would think it, yeah. it'll just go forever. Yeah, that one. Um, uh, was it is a headbang or whatever? It's pretty. Oh, headbanger. Yeah, headbanger. Uh, Mikitsune pretty good too i mean they're i i don't know man they i like kind of like a bit of them all really it's you know they're oh all doki fun. doki morning which i believe was originally from their like sakura gakuin days yeah that's another one that i like too like that feels like a good mix of like yeah it has a, some really cutesy has like a really cutesy hook to it but then also the nice metal stuff um so that yeah, that's another, like, really solid one. Speaking of Sakura Gakuen, I was re-listening to, uh... During the, like, little break that I was having right before we got on, um, I was listening to a bit of Sakura Gakuen, and I must say, I might get into them, and I might suggest them for an episode later on at some point. Uh, yeah, cause because I don't know there is some about really them. solid, like pop rock and like just more traditional j-pop in there like i was listening to a song called uh, brand new day from sakura gakuen that reminded me of like later years puffy amayumi and i'm like uh any j-pop that reminds me of puffy amayumi is automatically going to be good uh i will take it all put it in my veins please it's so weird uh, seeing them not baby metal just like cute little skirts and little girls it's so weird yeah, but even in their Sakura Gakuen days, they they could still they still had like the baby metal to them. Yeah, it's like really I wonder like yeah, is that group like still around or whatever? I wonder if they'll ever come back. Sakura Gakuen, like a... I believe, just ended. Hmm. So wait, would they like do stuff with them too and like alternate their looks and stuff? Or at a certain point when they dipped out, it was just whoever was left. because uh, again, like I haven't seen like Sakura Gakuen like performances and stuff like that. I believe their look was like more normal with Sakura Gakuen, I believe, and then I guess started doing the more elaborate like makeup and, you know, darker look and stuff like that later. This would be something if we do like a Sakura Gakuen like deep dive episode. Uh, I I might look into because uh, mm. I'm sure that's interesting. But yeah, okay. some of the earlier stuff is coming from like Sakura Gakuen and uh, a group that already had some like uh, I remember Baby Metal. I heard their like first. I, I believe it was like their first album, 
and like baby metal of course was the most like dramatically different from like traditional j-pop but there were like different like genres and styles that uh the different like subunit clubs would kind of shift to so um that would be interesting to see that is definitely a group that got like a long history i will give them more of a look after the show um because i what i have heard is nice Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm kind of curious, too, now to look into that, so maybe we should do that for a future episode, but, (coughs) next week, uh, you've been waiting for this, you want to remind people what our, uh, what the group is next week, because there's gonna be new music coming, right? Yes, next week is their first album in a decade, uh, we are doing Puffy Amiyumi next week, um, this duo has been around since the mid nineties. Uh, they've been, they were on a hot streak throughout like the nineties where they had grown to like just insane amounts of success in Japan. Like one of the most successful pop groups, uh, during their time, um, into the two thousands where they got more international success. They had a show on cartoon network. They did the theme song for teen Titans. um, yeah, uh, Puffy Ami Yumi, it's well, the group that really got me. It's like the genesis point for me getting into J-pop. And I'm sure there will be a lot of like me gushing and probably some of me crying because, you know, it is their first album in a decade. Possibly the last, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I want to save my enthusiasm for next week's show, but I'm very excited. I haven't even heard a lot of the, of the Puffy stuff i kind of put it in the back of my mind for a while uh so it will be fun to go back to those records and see how they hold up Hmm. yeah yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to hear because i i again it's one of those like i i didn't realize like i had heard them before like i didn't realize the name and i felt kind of weird and i'm i'm looking forward to it uh i'm totally down because again like you said they Another one with a bit of a backlog and a lot of history to them, so. Yeah, uh, that should be fun. And uh, also, before I uh, before we get off here, um, I'm still watching Girls Planet, Girls Planet 999. Uh, Surichi is still my, my K-pop queen and also my Chinese pop queen, my C-pop queen, because uh, I started listening to like some of her like solo stuff and uh, stuff that she did with another group it was like chick jilly uh all really great yeah check out chick jilly check out surichi's um solo music and go watch girls planet 999 super addicting uh fun reality show uh so You're that's right. my that's I made my a recommend- note of that from last time and i still haven't looked at it yet <laughs> yeah yeah uh if i mess up surichi's name last week uh go I, i'm very sorry i will uh here I am. I, I'm on my knees. You can't see it because this is a podcast, but I'm on my knees. I'm sorry about that. Surichi, is, she's awesome. Uh, vote for her in Girls Planet. Uh, your thoughts? Any recommendations you want? Uh, no, I mean, for now, I think that's good for now to check out. So next week we'll do uh, Garen Lagan Part 1, or the first half of it at least, and then we'll do uh, the but was it Puffy Yami? Pu- Puffy Yami Yumi, yeah. Puffy Yami Yumi. That man, that's a yep. heck of a name. Uh, 
yeah, guys. And uh, again, uh, Kieran Logan's gonna be on Netflix. You can the whole thing should be there, and that's uh, easy to access. Very easy to access. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, uh, we will see you later down the road on our Taku journey.